All right. What's up? Um, we got to have a better intro than that. We'll figure it out. But welcome yeah. to uh, welcome to Tuck Rule Takes episode 28. Um, I'm Mike Sullivan. With me, as always, Liam McDade, my Patriots partner. What's going on, Liam? Assal, dude. How are you on this fine, actually pretty frigid day in New England? Hey, it was in Florida. I did text you. I think I texted the little group chat in the morning. Yeah. It was like 40 degrees in the morning. It warmed up. It, it got to 73, but you know, still. What a Floridians, burden that must have been for you. I, I love it. It's all the Floridians here. I don't I don't consider myself a Floridian. I'm still a I'm still I heard it's, there's actually a phenomenon in Florida when it gets down to like the 30s and the 40s, which it rarely does, all the iguanas freeze and fall out of trees and hit people over the head. There was there was a warning. It was um there was like a I don't know what radio station or what television station did it. They let out a warning. It was like watch out if you're driving in areas in these areas because iguanas are going to freeze and they're known to fall out of trees, which horrifying. That's a shitty, that's a shitty way to go. Cause like you're frozen, you're still awake. You know what I yeah. mean? And you just, you just fall. Like there are way too many perils that animals provide to people while driving up in new England here. I have to dodge deer coming to and from work. Anytime <laughs> deers are kamikaze their way in front of my car. And then it's no safer in Florida where you figure all the deers were eaten by alligators. So you don't have to worry about them jumping in front of your car. Instead you have dinosaurs that fall from trees. <laughs> Seriously. You have a guana. No I, I used to work with someone who ran over an alligator and he had to call the, he called the police and everything. They had to, I think they like killed the alligator. They, Towed the car, car was totaled. Um, so yeah, you got to that would have fucked up his car before it fucked it up did. the alligator. It, it, it fucked up both the alligator was like was he had like life threatening injuries, so they had to just kind of oh, put him out of his misery. Alligator. But um, yeah, I don't know. I mean, sorry, we're kind of you know talking some shit because Liam, is there is there really anything to talk about today? I feel like not that much uh has gone on today. In I the mean, past it's the off days. season. It's the off season. There's no Patriots news. Certainly nothing's going on with current and former coaches. Certainly nothing with former players by any means. People who, who would have came and left from the team. It's really just, you know, a slow off season day. So that's why we're in here talking about lizards. It's it's just one of those one of those slow news weeks. Right, what are we going to talk about? There's an extra long line at Chick-fil-A this afternoon, ladies and gentlemen. So we're, we're reaching always. Here. There's always a line at Chick-fil-A. Yeah, have, you, have you noticed I, that? Oh, and it, it was there earlier. Off. It was terrible. Pisses me off. Um, so, yeah, I mean, I think uh, I, I think I figured out where we should start. You can let me know if this is uh, if this is somewhere that, you know, maybe you don't want to start. I don't know if it's a big deal, but um, Tom Brady officially officially has retired the last couple yep. of days. I think it was what um, Saturday was when it first came out. Adam yeah. Schefter came out saying that he might, you know, plans to retire. Everybody did their thank you post. They were crying, you know, everybody fists into the sky, like one more year, Tom. Oh my God. Uh, Patriots fans were crying in the streets. Um, That's great. But he's officially out. He is God. officially out now. So, um, you know, I don't, uh, I don't know if you want to. I don't even know where we start with this. This is such a huge. This is such a huge thing. Officially, Mark 2022 as the time uh, era ended. There is a long, long window that went on up till this year where we had Breeze, the Mannings, Roethlisberger's, all these stud quarterbacks. They're all gone. Breeze is gone last year. Big Ben and Brady this year. The Manning slowly but surely faded out into oblivion like we all <laughs> hoped they would. It really is 
Philip Rivers as well. We can't leave out the man, Philly mm-hmm. Rivers, who mm-hmm. ended. I think he was last year too, or two years ago. He was two years yeah, ago. I think, I think. It was last year. Yeah. Um, so just uh, this is the official end of an era. As a, growing up, a big Tom Brady guy, obviously not so much recently. Nope. <laughs> he, de- he deserves it. Stellar, stellar uh, career for him. I wish he would have went out better, though. I came on the show last week and was like, he can't retire. He can't retire right now. That would be fraudulent. I was going to say, you use the F word. Yeah, use the F word. I did, because that's not how this legendary story should be written. That's not the dramatic end to the story. I want a Shawshank Redemption ending where it just shows Tom Brady on the beach after pulling off the ultimate heist, the whole plot. That's what I want to see. Instead, it was, well, he came back from, you know, 28 to three down or whatever it was, and then he still lost in the end up. He was so close yet so far. Nice try. Better luck next time, but there is no next time. He's gone. It was an unspectacular ending for him. And for him to walk away, leading the league in touchdowns, everyone knows Tom has plenty left. It just seems like an anticlimactic ending for me. And that's why I haven't fully processed that he's retired yet. I can't be up here giving my emotional speech that like, I can't believe the goat's gone, blah, 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 because God damn it. He was just kind of tearing up the league and he's going to be second in MVP voting. Very well could have won it. It just feels weird. He, He walked away too early. It's unspectacular. It's fraudulent from all that I've heard from Tom Brady, especially since he's gone to Tampa Bay. It's I'm going to play till I'm 45. I'm going to play till I'm 50. Well, you didn't make either fucking one of them. I don't <laughs> care. I don't care if he turns 45 in August and that's not when the season is. Boo fuckity who you did not make it to 45. He lied. And he said he's going to retire when he's he's like, when I retire, suck, then I will retire. God damn it. You didn't suck. He doesn't suck. Yeah, he doesn't suck. I was saying in the Rams game, I was like, damn, Tom sucks now. Like they go down, Tom's throwing picks, he's getting all bloodied, and the refs are calling flags against him. I'm like, oh my god, if Tom Brady can't get calls, it's over. Like Tom sucks. And then he tells me to shut the hell up, makes it a game again, and still doesn't win the game. It just walks out unspectacular. Yeah. Yeah. It was, it was very, it kind of like an unceremonious thing. I mean, kind of, you know, like, like, uh, like I was saying before, it was the, you know, Adam Schefter kind of ruined it on Saturday. Yeah. Kind of, you know, you know, jumping the gun a little bit. I think Jeff Somebody in Brady's too. camp leaked that and screwed that so, up. I don't know. I don't know what it was. I, I think it's just, I think it goes back to, and I hate to relate it to this, but it's just the first thing that comes to mind. The whole Kobe Bryant thing. You had all these reporters, all these things, just trying to be the first one and not being the correct one or waiting. You know, so I think that's what it was with this. It was just, you know, Schefter, to be honest, Schefter's been a hack for the last like three, four years anyways. Oh, yeah. uh, he's been wrong on things. He's been a little petty boy on like television, getting all high pitched. Sounds like some beef here. He was, oh, I, I got beef with Schefter J- just because he he was the one. Jimmy Garoppolo is not going to be traded. He's not going to be traded. He's not going to. Guess what happened, Liam? <laughs> guess what happened, buddy? Jimmy if, Garoppolo. If I do got, remember. Oh, oh. He was, if I do remember correctly, he was traded at the end of the summer. He got traded. So then Schefter's sitting there. I will put my I will put my my credibility on it. I'll do this. Blah blah blah. He has the stupid segments where he's catching balls with his hands. He fucking yeah. tore a hamstring doing the icky shuffle or some shit. Sit down, you little twerp. Twerp. I call him a twerp. Twerp is a twerp is a tough one. You don't hear twerp that much real. anymore. Um, no, but don't. no, I think uh, it is kind of it, it happened in a very un. 
I don't want to say unbrady like, but kind of an unbrady like way because it was it, it, like there were just leaks. It wasn't like buttoned up. It wasn't a tight shit. You know, Brady normally runs a tight ship with his, you know, yeah. his things. He's always the one to put out the videos. He's always the one to put out the tweets. He's always the one to do this. And he it, he didn't get the chance to do that. I mean, I don't think that that necessarily um, sped up his decision or or like delayed it or made him say something or do something he wasn't going to do. I think the whole time it was planned for for today. Yeah. But I think it just it, it just got all the, the waters got muddied because of ESPN and the reporters and all that stuff. And then, and then it was awkward because then people like they said their goodbyes to him. And then like they had to like like do like a half ass goodbye now that he left, which was which was kind of weird. Um, but I, I don't want to um, I don't I don't want to beat around the bush or, you know, leave or not talk about the elephant in the room. Um, if you would, if you would let me just have the floor for a second, Tom Brady, let me see. I have all his things. He one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine. He had nine posts on, um, social media on Twitter, or if you wanted to kind of swipe not right one, on Instagram, not two, not three, not four, <laughs> not five. Liam, I want to ask you something, kind of a rhetorical question. Do you know in those nine posts, well, we'll call it eight because the first one was kind of like a cover letter. Yep. Over under, or just tell me how many times do you think he mentioned the Patriots, New England, Robert Kraft, or Bill Belichick? Ooh, what how is many times? zero? Fucking zero. Now, listen, I got in. Just let me just start this. I'm wearing my Brady versus everybody shirt. I am. I was in the front lines of the Brady versus everybody war. I was the one defending him all the and he deserved it when he was with the Patriots. But I think, Liam, you and I have both said since he left, it's kind of been a little bit of a bitch. Like, let's yeah. just kind of call it what it is. So I was like, you know what, though, when he retires, I think I even said it here. Maybe I didn't. Like, you know, when you retire, Tom Brady. I will, I'll, I'll break out the shirts. I'll, I'll, you know, I'll get your, I'll get your name tattooed on me. I don't care. You'll be back. I will, will claim you? you as my own. Not anymore. I will claim you as my own because now you're no longer the Bucks. Bucks fans thought that they were his. They want statues built to him. That's just a testament to how shitty your franchise is. But true. I was like, you know what? Brady's going to have this big, like, I know Tom Brady. I know the videos he does, the hype videos. I know the posts he's done. Oh yeah. I, I'm sure there's going to be some, Awesome. Like maybe like in my head, I pictured maybe it's him, you know, kind of walking through a hallway and it's, you know, super the first Super Bowl, second Super Bowl, third Super Bowl. This, yeah. you know, maybe even like a, like a stand in for Robert Kraft. It's not him, but maybe it's like the back of his head. Maybe uh, some things, you know, uh, there's just a, hood, the a hoodie in the just corner hoodie. Fa facing toward the wall, like the yep. girl at the end of the Blair Witch Project. Yes. Something like that. Something like Voldemort with a hood over his head or something. Yeah. He's just sitting there in the corner, you know, symbolized Belichick, obviously. Then he goes into, you know, he jumps on a pirate ship. Then, you know, there's a big chubby coach. That's Bruce Arians. There's uh, some loser in the background jumping off the, uh, you know, the, the side of the ship. That's Antonio Brown. You know, there's some crazy Hopefully things going on. Shark. <laughs> Instead, we got Eight posts thanking he thanked everybody from the, the Bucks organization. He thanked the his agent that helped him become a free agent and get the deal yep. with the Bucks. He thanked the Bucks family, the Glazer family. Uh, he Bucks thanked fans. Bruzarians, Bucks coaches. He thanks the Bucks fans. He thanked St. Petersburg in Tampa as a Floridian. That that hit me the hardest. I've been to both those places. They suck. 
just like everyone uh, else in Florida. It's I like, like St. Pete. The majority, the majority, the majority of it. Kind of generalized. Yes, it sucked. He also You're thanked, paint and, with a broad brush there. Yes, yes. We, just <laughs> let me paint my picture. Okay. <laughs> after, other than Bob that, Ross. he also thanked, and we don't have to talk about him, the piece of shit known as Alex Guerrero, who, in case anybody needs to know, took advantage of cancer patients, which is not a good thing last time I checked. But he thanked all these people. I was like, you know what? I'm sitting there scrolling through. I'm like, buddy, we're going to hit. We're going to get the Patriots one. I'm going to be crying in the club, really just in my car. I'm going to be crying. This is great. Nope. Thank Giselle, the family. Thank his son that he kisses. Thank everybody. Thank his mailman. Thank the lady that bags his groceries at Market Basket. Thank everyone else. Everybody did not say a fucking peep about the New England Patriots. That tweet, all those tweets. I don't even remember the time they were done. Let me see. They were done at 9.39 a.m. That's when it was done today. I happened to look at just after 10 o'clock. I was at the gym this morning. Um, not, a, not a brag at all, just what my day was. Definitely a brag. I looked at that, and I was like, <laughs> this is fucking blasphemous. I put a whole rant on Instagram. I was like, this is nonsense. My one caveat, though, I was like, if he wants to decide to have a big thank you, a big post, some sort of ceremony, retire with the team, whatever he wants to do with the Patriots, I'll backtrack everything I said, which I definitely will. All we got, remember, he did that 939. At, let me see, three hours later, he retweeted the Patriots post, just said, thank you, Patriots Nation. Little heart emoji. I'm beyond grateful. Love you all. Doesn't seem like he loves us all. Are you fucking kidding me? Who do you think... Who do you think you are? Tom Brady. And you see all these fans. He said, he said by two years ago, he, he didn't owe you guys anything. He did, bullshit. He didn't owe us anything. These are the same people that are saying that we should have had, we should have this undying loyalty and undying that love for him. him when he went to the, get the fuck out. We should, we should name our kids after Tom Brady. We should root for him with the bucks, all that. If we're going to do that, this little punk, this little dweeb, this little nerd can't, can't put one line in here about the Patriots at all. He loves Robert Kraft. He calls Robert Kraft, his dad, all that, like, you know, like a father figure, not his dad. He yeah. calls him, you know, they have that relationship. Call him one dad goddamn word. Yeah, probably calls him daddy as well, you little bitch. He says well, he all this stuff. All this <laughs> probably kisses <laughs> Robert Kraft on the mouth. Uh, that's why Robert Kraft had to go to the massage parlors because Tom Brady was gone. So yep. Tom Brady was going to get that working somehow. Gotta get it. Can't get the happy endings with the goat anymore. Um, for old people. So, he goes. <laughs> so I just... I don't get it. And, and I, I kind of want to get your thought on it. I don't understand. And I get people saying that, you know, like, hey, wait, he's going to there's going to be something with the Patriots. There's going to be something here. Well, listen, friend, I can only comment and react to reality, to what I see. What I see is a player who spent 20 years with a team that brought him six Super Bowl rings. Basically and he didn't say he didn't have the decency to say one damn thing about them. That's bullshit. And if you want to say Patriots fans are overreacting, then how come you want us to, to, to blow him when he went to the Bucks? Like you can't you can't have it both ways. I think that it's it's blasphemous that he didn't say anything. If he is planning some big retirement thing, I understand that he can't just come right out and be like, hey, I'm retiring. P.S. I'm coming back with you guys later. I know he can't do that, but that yeah. doesn't prevent him from saying something about the Patriots. What makes me think no. he's not going to say something is that he already said something. 
He retweeted the Patriots and he reposted some Instagram posts as well. Bullshit. Yeah. Bullshit. And I, I, I have cooled off from where I was this morning. The Fuck. Instagram stories, you were fired up. You were fired up. I got nothing. What do you, what do you think? What do you think about all this? Talk me off the ledge or, or, or talk me out from behind the barrel. I don't know if I can do that because I don't exactly agree with what he did. I think it's definitely suspect. It's, it's, I don't know where his mindset's at. If he's really like very petty and hates New England, then hey, so be it. I guess I think that's shitty and I definitely don't like you for that. But it would be like if she, at the end of Shaq's career, when he retired, he only thanked the Magic, the Cavs, the Suns, the Celtics, every other team that he was on, except for the Lakers. And he's like, my championship with the Miami Heat was wonderful. All my teammates <laughs> on the Miami Heat, you guys were all the best. Pat Thank Riley, God. I love you. Yes. I mean, everyone loves Pat Riley, but he's like, yeah. you guys, I love going to war with you guys. Nothing about the Lakers where he won three titles, you know, Dynasty right there completely ignores it. He's like, what I did, my brothers on the Magic and on the Cavs and on the Suns and on the Celtics at the very end when I was useless and fat. Yeah. And the Heat. He talks all about them and just leaves the Lakers out. No Kobe Bryant mentioned, no Jerry Buss mentioned, no Jerry, none of the higher Very wet. Yeah. And no Magic mentions either. Seems so weird that you would even leave out that best part of your career because this is what it is he's reminiscing on his career his career's over he's reminiscing on the whole what is it 22 years uh yeah yeah 22 years yeah yeah the whole 22 years he's saying goodbye and thank you for it all i get it you're on the box right now you're retiring from the box you're not retiring from the patriots but think about any other player who's retired that have been on you know multiple teams like drew Brees thanked the chargers for the chargers him. For People don't him. even remember he was on the Chargers. Like he's what? like, thank, thank you, even though you got rid of me, in a worse way than Tom Brady, because they were like, we just don't think you'll ever recover from this injury. Yeah. We don't think you'll even be close to competent. Boy, crazy were they crazy decision. But like crazy yeah, decision. They're very bold. But it, with Tom Brady, you knew he could still play, and they were just kind of like, hey, it's the end of your career. We got to go young. You know, mm-hmm. you go do what you want, and he did. I think that's a much more respectable way than they sent out Drew Brees. He's still thanking them. Obviously, Phillip Rivers, all his thanks are toward the Chargers. He's thanking the Colts for like one year. He's like, yeah, like that was fun. But yeah, it was cool. I, it was I, fun. <laughs> but I threw the ball to Antonio Gates. I thank you, LaDainian Tomlinson and all those studs. Thank you, Coach Marty Schottenheimer, who actually I think mm-hmm. is dead. Rest in peace, Marty. But it's just, um, I don't know. It's so weird. It's like when Peyton Manning of- retired. It, it's just because you're bringing up players. I'll let you get right yeah. back into it. I just thought of Peyton Manning. Peyton Manning retired. Do you think he only thanked the Broncos? Yeah. And, and you know what's funny? Peyton Manning actually thanked Patriots fans when he retired. Yeah. So, like, what the fuck? He shouldn't, but. Like, like yeah. Come on. So, it's just weird. I, I don't know if it's petty, if he's just super petty, or if maybe he does have something on the horizon. Because if there was, I know the report was fake. But if he was doing the one-day contract and doing the speech at Gillette tomorrow at 10, I'd be there. No, without a doubt. Like, I'm canceling work. I'm calling out of work. Like, I'd do anything to get there. And it's super depressing that the greatest player in our franchise history is retiring Mm -hmm. without a mention or name or acknowledgement of the truly unmatched. The only team I think ever has a possibility is the Chiefs. And even then, I think they'll be in cap hell in like five years. Yeah, we'll get to them later. Yep. Mm Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I just, it's unrelenting history that he made 
It'll never be changed. No one will ever match that success. And not a word. Ever. If he never. won two, three with the Bucs, then I get it. Hey, you got a plenty of chips with the Bucs. You should still mention the Patriots, but you won all of them, but one on the Patriots. I don't get it. I really don't, but I don't know. It's I don't look into it that deeply either because it's like he can do whatever the fuck he wants. Like, yeah, I don't and, know. And, why am and, I getting upset about? He can. Yeah. Why am I getting upset about what he wants to do? It's just kind of like, a, oh, all right. I guess he didn't really like the team all that much, and that's kind of something you got to realize. Like. Some players hate the team after they retire. Some people are done with football and then they're done with football and they want nothing to do with it. I don't think Tom Brady's that type of guy, no. but it seems like he's pretty done with the Patriots. Yeah, it does. And, and it just, the, the whole thing is, and maybe it's, uh, it, it kind of goes back to what I, what we were saying a few episodes ago, I think, where it's just the Patriots fans are different. When you play for the New England Patriots, you are, you know, we expect you to give exactly what we give you, you know, and most yeah. of the great ones did that. Edelman did that, you know, no. uh, Randy Moss, he was only here for, you know, a few years and he still talks about the Patriots. Like Edelman he still them. leads us out of the tunnel. Edelman, Edelman, I mean, Edelman even said he wouldn't go play with Brady because he's a one team guy. He's a Patriots guy. Um, but it's just the, the thing is people are going to look like, Tom Brady's retirement post. It is going to go down in history. He did not say a damn thing about the Patriots. That's yeah. the part. And it's just, I get, I think that, there's some on the horizon though. I am hard to believe. Hard there has to, to be right. He there doesn't, he doesn't retire. A now, Patriot. now that Sometimes though, it even, takes if, time. even if there is something on the horizon, you get people saying, Oh, Patriots fans, you know, wait and see, wait and see. And I'm sorry that like that to me, I, I get, and like, I am still waiting and seeing, but I'm also reacting to what I see yeah. now. Oh, so yeah. what I see now is that Tom Brady is a fucking fraud, th th like for different well, reasons for you said, like yeah. that's, that's what I think of him right now. Now, again, if he, if he does, you know, granted that little retweet and shit, shove that up your little, you know, TB 12 yeah, ass. I don't care about that. I want an actual post. I doubt he saying, even mans his social media profiles either. I doubt he does any of that. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, I'm sure it's like a whole fucking, you know, three team effort. Everybody talks about it. Yeah. But like, unless, and I know, like I said, he can't just come out and say he's retiring with the Patriots. I think he should. Everything that I've seen now, or, you know, you have that report, oh, he's going to, you know, tomorrow at 10, he's thinking about doing it another time. Then you have people saying, yeah, no, that's not, that's not in the plans. No one has heard anything about this. So I don't know what to believe. So all I can believe when there's conflicting reports, all I can have a visceral reaction to, is, is what I see. And like I said, what I see is Tom Brady retired. He posted a picture of him in a Bucks uniform. He had eight pages about things where he was thanking his agent, his, his best friend, his son, his family, all this stuff. He didn't say one thing about the Patriots. That to me, that's some bullshit. And it just like it, it definitely leaves, leaves a bad taste in your mouth because, you know, I know that people were, you know, people are crying, you know, all that stuff that he's retiring. I cauterized that root, that wound two years ago. When he yeah. left the Patriots two years ago, yeah. I had my thing. I, I had, I posted, I was he basically retired to me two years ago. Yeah. That, that's And I think uh, I forget who was uh, Jerry Thornton said that he was like, Tom Brady retired from my heart two years ago. I, I remember I was at work. Uh, I was a car salesman. I had just gotten to work. I saw he posted that. I got up, walked outside the lot for like two hours. I didn't know I'm what to do with myself. Cry. I was dead. I was like, I was like, colors are dull now. Like, I don't know. I wrote a whole, a whole blog about it. I put it on my own little personal blog there saying how much I loved him, how much, you know, he was, you know, like he, he was everything, basically everything that everybody said where, you know, he was kind of, you know, your childhood sports hero that you, that you had and everything. 
But that and then that was the time where I did my thank you and all that. I know what people are saying. Well, Tom Brady said stuff then, too. And I, yeah, th- that's different, though. He's retiring now. Like you need to if he's re, if he's saying giving out his thank yous, it, like even if he has something else planned, yeah. it's weird. I, I don't know why Patriots fans but can't even just could admit be some that it's grand, weird. There could be some grand celebration though coming down the line. Very true, but is it still weird that he didn't say even just like one line? But the the thing that I, th- makes I think me it, think it's more important to do something at Gillette, like something oh, like for sure, for sure. There has and to when, be something at Gillette. And for for somebody like him who literally spent his entire career on the Patriots for the most part, like two years on the box. That's it. Out of a tw- years. 20 years on the Patriots, there's no way there isn't a grand celebration down the line. I mean, Anquan Bolden, one of my favorite receivers ever, despite being from Florida State. He I wanted him on the Patriots at one time. So bad. Anytime I take him right now, but that's beyond the point. He retired a Raven and it took him like a month, but then he retired a Raven and he was drafted to Arizona, played most of his career on Arizona, went to a Super Bowl with them, broke many records for them. He was a monster, but he won a Super Bowl with the Ravens. He was on the Ravens for like five years. And he always said like, this team fit me. I was a Raven. That was the team he won the chip with. So I get that. Now, Tom Brady, he's just has it on a larger scale he's weighing championships here it's like well i do six with them or the one with the box which was more important to me he probably puts a lot of stock in his most recent one but at the same time each and every super bowl with the patriots was spectacular every game was close nitty-gritty and put on a show for you to undervalue the seahawks super bowl the falcons super bowl any of those like are those two combined are crazier than the one he got with Tampa Seahawks Bay. Super Bowl might be the greatest Super Bowl of all time. Yeah. Oh yeah. I mean, right. Yeah, I heard it's up. Yeah, there. I would say so. Top two. Top yeah. three. Yeah, I know but, the. I, I know the Steelers and Cardinals had a good one, but yeah. I don't know. That was that was a really good one. Yeah. And yeah, the, uh, like you were Rams, saying, yeah. Rams Titans when the dude got uh, Kevin uh, Dyson got tackled at the one yard line. So close. Right there. But it's just like in the first three Super Bowls against the Rams, against the Panthers, and the Eagles, all of them were three point games. All of them were crazy close games. First one, they were heavy underdogs against the greatest show on turf. Pumped them out. They only got 14 points. They were averaging like 35. Against the Panthers, gritty defense, really hard. Patriots were giving up a lot of deep passes. Tom Brady ends up leading a comeback for the Terry Seals. Against my man McNabb, they got a fat lead. McNabb turns it on, throws two quick tubs. My man Greg Lewis catches a mean one over the seam. Same old thing. Vinatieri comes in right through the uprights. They're all crazy close games. Even the last one that people thought were boring. The really lame Super Bowl, the 13-10 to against – was it 13-10 or 13-3? No, 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 it was 13-3. They didn't even score a touchdown. 13-3. Not boring. Yeah, definitely not boring. People say that, though. They scored one touchdown, but Tom Brady still made plays. We wouldn't have had that touchdown if he didn't thread the needles gronk down the sideline. That throw. Seed gets us right down there. And, of course, our man who's back in the Super Bowl, Sonny Michelle, punches it in. Very yes, welcome sir. to one Super Bowl MVP. So every game was crazy with the Patriots. It, that's the thing. As a Patriots fan, growing up watching Tom Brady, I was always like, every Super Bowl they went to, I'm like, they're going to make this stressful. I don't care how much better we are than this team. <laughs> it's going to be stressful. Like, we could be playing the Browns in the Super Bowl, and the Browns would have a historic comeback, and we'd have to win by a field goal or vice versa, or something crazy would happen where it's just like, they're never going to win this with ease. It's never going to happen. Even the ones that they lost, never. nail biters through and through. Ugh. Both, all three losses, you're like, oh, my God, they can win at any second. Brady had a game-winning drive in his lap until Derek Barnett slapped the ball out, and they ended up recovering it, and, you know, whatnot. 
but every game was close. Yep. So it's I look at those two rules, just... how how much those weigh. That's why there's got to be some grand finale, some coup de gras coming down the chute here. That he's going to come, there has he's going to retire a Patriot. Going to be some grand ceremony. They're going to hang his name up in Gillette. Oh yeah! Oh yeah! Oh, it's greatest be... Patriot. Yeah, yeah. He's... If it, it's got to be like, do the Patriots play the Bucks this year? No, no, no. They don't. They don't play. Him. They they yeah. play him. They play him another time in four years. So it's not gonna. Yeah. It's not, it's not going to matter. But yeah, yeah. He, yeah. Brady definitely. I mean, don't, don't get me wrong. And see, this is what, this is why I'm so fucking pissed. I want to just be happy for, like, I want to yeah. sit here and He's not fucking, making it easy. like, I want to reminisce with you about like all the play, the, 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 the AFC championship game against the chiefs in overtime when he just went lights out blackout when he was against, you know, the legion of boom and he threw for over a hundred yards in the fourth quarter. Like, yeah. I, like, oh, yeah. like when he, when he had the comeback, when he was throwing dime, when he was doing all these things, when his dumbass videos, when he would, you know, pretend like he's blocking the fucking ones where like he would like blocking for blunt, but he's not really doing anything. All these things. I, I want to talk about them, but it's so tough because I still have that thing in the back of my head. Like, like how, how can you do that and not say anything? And again, very well could have something going on. What I also think about that is Tom Brady is, 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 is very much a PR person as well. He always wants good PR. He always wants, always. you know, that's a, so you're telling me that all day today, not a single person in his camp or Brady himself saw the outcry of Patriots fans, which again, it's not just me. I don't want to seem like it's just me. There's a lot of people out there yeah. that aren't up that are like, like, sure. Maybe like, I would say it's, it's even more than 50, 50 people that are upset, but like, it's just, there's just obviously 45 people, type deal. Yeah, yeah. Right around there. So you would have to think that though, that Brady's PR team would have seen something and they would have just said something leaked a report of something like, Hey, Tom Brady plans to acknowledge the Patriots at a later date or something yeah. like that. Cause at that point, it's not a slight to the bucks. He said, his, he said his thing to the bucks. It's not, um, it's not like he's trying to play, you know, pull a, pull a fast one on the NFL saying that, you know, he's going to retire and come back. All yeah. he, all, all that would be said is that Patriots fan or, or like Brady could post something on his Instagram with just a picture of Foxborough. I think I said this to you and then, yeah. and then all of say dramatic on there, pictures. Yeah, yeah, something of him walking in or walking out and have it be like, see you soon. And then people would be like, oh, cool. If he posted it that, flipping out. I would come on here, shirt off, pants off, balls on the yeah, table. The I love you, back. Tom Brady. I would paint myself like Tom Brady. But instead, yeah. he does this. And Tom Brady is a paint smart person. He's the <laughs> Tom Brady is a smart person. He's a calculated person. He's also a very petty person. We know this from, you know, just when players have talked shit about him, he goes most after, which is fine. Are. Yeah, Jordan's I, the most petty person I've ever oh, met. The most petty. And I'm not even saying it as a, as a criticism. I'm saying it as a plus. So, so for people to be like, you think that he would purposely omit the Patriots, you're goddamn right. I do, because I yeah. think this is who was, it? I think it was what Jordan's hall of fame speech when he kind of talks shit about everybody. Right. Yeah. The, the, the greatest. Terrible. The greatest people do these things because they hold these grudges that this is what drives yeah. them. So we it's can't true. say that this has driven Brady his whole career and that all of a sudden the last day of his career, he just forgets about it all. There's a 
conspiracy theory there where I don't think Leroy Smith or whatever his name is, that dude who Michael Jordan got cut for right. the varsity yep. team. I don't think yep. that ever happened. I don't think that dude's a real person. I think Jordan paid him a ton of money to go there and get shit on. Yeah, so, no, I don't think it did either. Why would that guy go to Jordan's Hall of Fame speech just to get roasted? Everyone no, no, just no, no, looked no. at it and was like, ha, you're not doing anything. And he's going to the Hall of Fame. Like, no. no. If, if that was me and I was invited to Jordan's speech, they were like, you're the guest of honor. Like, you remember when you were you, you got skeptical. Jordan cut? I'd be, <laughs> I'd be like, skeptical. I'd be like, I guess, like years ago, sort of. Like, I, I remember that I played with Michael Jordan. And he went to my <laughs> high school, but like, no, he didn't make the team. No, I don't want to go there and get shit on. I know what no. this dude's going to do. This dude's a horrible gambling addict and an asshole and a competitive psychopath. No, I don't want to sit there and get berated by him. So oh, I don't think God. that guy ever existed. But uh, I to wrap up this Tom Brady thing, I did want to ask because I brought it up earlier. Do you think this was an unceremonious end to his career? Like, if you were to tell me that Tom Brady wouldn't go out winning another Super Bowl, I would have been like, no. Like, it's in the cards. That's a guarantee. Like, mm-hmm. I did. I didn't think he was going to win a Super Bowl this year. But I thought next yeah. year they very well could have. Or at least he would have tried like hell and got real close type deal. But even then, I couldn't imagine him not winning a Super Bowl. Because it's no, like, it's... look at Ray Lewis, Peyton Manning. They all walk out. They're the best at their position. You know, sort of Peyton's a strong third. But like yeah. leaving at the highest point in your career. That's noble and fantastic. I couldn't imagine Tom Brady not doing that. Yeah. Yeah, I agree. It definitely was. But it kind of um, it kind of goes along with the theme. You know, when he left the Patriots, that was a very unceremonious thing, too. He threw a pick six to end his career here. You know, True. it's kind of it's like it's. It's almost like a former Patriot. It's exactly. It's yeah, Logan Ryan. It's almost like a little, like a little yin and yang, where it's like for as great as you were. What would have been the ultimate irony is he throws a pick six to Malcolm Butler. He was on the team then too. Imagine that would have been crazy. Like that would have been hilarious. Either one of them. Great, great choice. Actually, technically, Brady threw a touchdown with his last Patriots pass. So that's good. But like, I I think it's, (laughs) it's, it's just one of those crazy things where like for as great as he was, the exits from the team in the league have been just as equally poor. You know what I mean? Where it's like, like almost like the football gods were like, listen, you can't, everything can't go well for you. You know? So you have to, you have to leave. I think what you said where, um, where it's you always thought he would go out winning the Super Bowl. Hindsight, obviously, he should have retired after last season. Go out yeah. after that, if you know, knowing everything we know now, but you can't know that. So I think he kind of him coming in here because because like you said, he said he'd retire when he sucks. He doesn't suck. He's still, I mean, you know, by all accounts, the greatest quarterback in the league still. If you want to kind yep. of you know, if you yeah, want to nitpick by, by and most say, of the metrics, yeah, by most, and then even if you just watch, like, who do you want with the ball? You want Tom Brady. Um, I think that's so in that way, he went out on top. But yeah, it is a weird way for him to exit. It's very. And then just the fact that it was all weird afterwards, but just the actual on field stuff like he it was just a it was it was almost like a like like something we don't normally see with Brady in those games. Brady comes back and wins. Yeah. But in but in this one, he he didn't. So it was like that was weird. And then after the game, it like it, where, you know, it was like he wasn't, you know, let's go. We're going to play again. It's just the whole thing is weird. I think that that's what I'm going to remember the most from Brady retiring, because at the end of the day, years from now, hopefully, hopefully he does something. So I won't remember all this bullshit, um, but it'll be fun to watch because I like when I see myself making a fucking ass out of myself. Of but I think that what what I'll remember most is that this entire thing was just weird from 
how he left on the field to the off the field stuff, like with people reporting it before he did and all that. It's all just very weird. Um, but yeah, no, I agree. This is definitely for, for as great as he is, this is the most unceremonious kind of exit I've, I've seen from really yeah. anybody even close to his stature, you know? Yeah. I mean, he went out, he, he went out losing in the, in the divisional round. Like that's, yeah. that's not like, that's not Tom Brady. No, you know? I can't help but think there's a metaphor there somewhere where it's like he he was down so bad, like coming in as a six round pick, not looking good. Then he storms back, makes this ferocious comeback against the Rams that no one expected. And like people people were still like, oh, Tom Brady's got it. But like at some point in that game in the third quarter when they were still down before he connected with Mike Evans on that crazy pass mm-hmm. and they got that flag against them where Eric Weddle bodied uh, Mike Evans on the sideline. You thought Killed. it was going to be pass interference and they were going to get the ball back and they didn't. I was, was like, wow, it? it's over. And then Sure enough, turnover, they get the ball back. It's kind of like a metaphor for his career where it's like he got to the highest level. He tied the game up. He was right there. He could have won it at any moment. In the That symbolizes all the Super Bowls and his last one with the box. And then just at the very end, it doesn't work out. The last play, the yep. last game, it doesn't work out for him. Yep. To no fault of his own, the Bucks no. defense was just playing terrible. One of the few times I think he should ever play prevent defense was right there. I don't like prevent defense. It's how you blow a lot of leads. Yeah, but no. in that case, you put everyone stopping deep balls, put everyone 15 yards or 20 they yards. They did the opposite. Field. They went covers. They blitzed. It was an yeah. all-out blitz. What? So Why? Bad call. It truly didn't make much sense. Stop balls. Not a good look for you. But I don't know. It's uh, it is weird that he went out like that. And I also just think. So what's the word I'm looking for? Anticlimactic, I guess. Like, yeah, we've we've seen him come back and make that comeback, like you said, win many times before. I wonder if that was like the trigger for him where they get that deep pass to Cooper Cup, kick the field goal, it's over. And Tom Brady goes in years past, I would have won this game. I didn't this time. Yep. It's my fault. I'm not good anymore. And that just hit him so hard where he's like, I don't care if I led the league in touchdowns. I don't care if I am statistically like the most accurate and whatnot. He's like, I couldn't get it matter. done when it matters. None of those numbers matter when you don't go to the Super Bowl. I'm not going to the Super Bowl. And he probably looked around and was like, damn, I'm, I'm a detriment to my team now. In his ultra competitive mind, even though everyone else knows he can compete and could come back next season, he'd be a top five quarterback. In his mind, he's like, these guys can't win a Super Bowl with me anymore. Yeah. It's kind of bold. I wonder, I wonder, makes me, I, makes me ponder. That might be it. And then you also think, I mean, I mean, let, let's kind of call it what it is. If he came back, the Bucks weren't winning again too. They got, I think like oh. 12 or 13 of their starters are unrestricted free agents. So how you yeah. like, and I know Brady's under contract for this year, so he would have to come back to the Bucks anyway. But like, I don't like, I think he kind of looked at the writing on the wall where it's like, listen, okay, if I come back, might come back this year. Odds are we're not going to win. Of course, he's going to think that, you know, he's 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 going to win every year. But yeah. odds are he's not. So he's probably thinking at some ahead. point okay. you got to be realistic about it. Exactly. And, and Tom's a smart guy. So he's probably thinking, listen, so I come back. I don't I don't win this year. OK, so then next year, do I sign? Do I sign like another two year deal with the Bucks? Do I sign a one year deal or do I go to a do I go to a third team? That's crazy. I don't think he would want to go to a third team. Like, what do I like? What do I do? And then he has to know kind of what's going on, like with the roster. Then I think there were just so many moving parts where this yeah. 
this was ultimately, and and I'm I'm done shitting on Brady. By the way, we're back to kind of thanking him and everything. This is ultimate. This yes, yeah, slight praise, you son of a bitch. And again, I do want to say just a disclaimer: the second that he has some big ceremony, some big thing, or announces he's doing it, I retract everything that I said. Or actually, you know, I don't retract it. I just say, hey, I was wrong. Um, but anyway, yeah, I think if I think he kind of saw the writing on the wall. This was the year he had. If he was going to retire, this was the year to do it. I, yep. I think it just, I, I, I believe he, like you said, he kind of looked out there and he was like, I normally come back in these games. Yeah. You know, and and See, yeah. I didn't. I can't help but think that. You know, and I mean, kind of, kind of like a dog, you know, animals, they, they always know when they're going to die. I think yeah. Brady had that sixth sense where he was like, I, I think this is it. And he, and he did it. Um, he didn't necessarily do it on his own terms on the field or off the field, but he did it and he, he deserves nothing but praise and a little bit of criticism. I think that's, yeah. what, he, that's what he deserves that's going on. Every, everyone, nobody is free of criticism. I also think there might be another, with you explaining it like that, there might be a little bit of irony in there where he kind of kind of took the Bill Belichick approach where he's like, I'm going to get out one year too early rather than one year too late. And I actually suck and people don't like me, you know, People criticize Bill because, like, oh, that guy's still good. He can still contribute. Later, Sonny Michelle, oh, he can still – he's a good contributor. He can run the ball. He's killing it for the Rams. Oh, sorry, out of here. It's like we've seen it before. Bill's like they're still tread on the tire. Stephon Gilmore, he's like this guy might have one more Pro Bowl season in him. Later, like out of here. So I think Tom Tom was like, let's get out of here while, while the getting's good. While I'm still from the best. Yeah. You learn from the best. He looked at his regular season numbers. He's like, all right, better than him, better than him. Let the league in touchdowns, going over everything. He's like, definitely a top two QB. Easily. Yeah, let's walk away. Yeah. Before I, I think, dip down to five. I believe that makes sense. He doesn't, you know, he he is going out on top, even if he didn't win the Super Bowl. He's going out at the best of his position. And I mean, honestly, at the end of the day, the dude deserves nothing but praise from everybody. Obviously any Patriots fan like myself and kind of just to, just to kind of every Patriots fan who is criticizing him. Like I am obviously a little bit of sour grapes. You're a little hurt. You think that we do deserve some sort of thank you, which we do. But again, we'll all get over it. Just the wound is kind of fresh right now. Tom Brady, the greatest hands down to ever play the sport. Uh, Now, again, not the most talented, not the fastest, not this. We are just talking pure greatness. You can't look up greatness in the dictionary without seeing Tom Brady. Likewise, you can't look up the word fraud without seeing Tom Brady in a Bucks yeah. uniform. But I think um, I want to ask you, uh, Tom Brady, New England sports, all across every single sport that you pay attention to. Where does he rank right now for New England sports for you? We are going to have different answers. Because I'm not a big baseball nor hockey guy. Mm-hmm. Like, I know very little. My favorite hockey player is Yaramir Yager. So he would be my number one Bruin. He was on the Bruins. I, yep. I love him. I love him dearly. He was also yep. on the Flyers. He was a big monster. But mm-hmm. it's like between him, I guess Bobby Orr would be the prime comparison for hockey. Baseball would be Big Poppy, maybe. Okay, so Big Poppy, don't even, see, yeah, it's, I, I, I know it's nothing. Okay, so Poppy, Bobby, or it's not Drew Bledsoe, it's not Steve Grog, 
Grogan, 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 no. Grogan. That's it. It's not Jim Plunkett. It's none of these other quarterbacks. It's Tom Brady. And then with the Celtics, it's Larry Bird or Paul Pierce. That's why so I want to ask like, if that's who it was for the Celtics for you, because I know yeah. you're a big Celtics guy. Okay. Yeah. I mean, I grew up in the era of Paul Pierce, so I think it's Paul Pierce. That dude's Boston yep. through and through. Yep. He was playing for the Clippers and at his home had a custom-made basketball court in his backyard with the Celtics logo as the center court. They Doesn't got. get any better than that. He would have parties at his house with all the Clippers players that would all be like, dude, what is up with that logo in the back? It's suspect. He'd look them in the windows of their soul and go, I'm a Celtic. I will go out there and play for the Clippers every night, but I'm a Celtic. That is something that Tom Brady would never do. No, definitely not. So morally, I would put him above Tom Brady. But like realistically, Larry Bird didn't come anywhere close to Tom Brady's championships. He had plenty, killed it, and had to leave early because of back problems. So he could have done better. Bobby Orr, I don't know how many he won. I'm sure it was a fucking lot. (laughs) Big Poppy. I'll keep going. (laughs) <laughs> yeah, big. I mean, big Poppy. What is it? Two championships? Uh, Poppy had World Series. Th- uh, no, Poppy had three, if I remember correctly. I'll double check. I may be. Second. I may be. I may be off. I mean, but then not, we're just drawing sure. straws here because Tom Brady has double the amount that Larry Bird and maybe Big Poppy, if he has two or three, he has both of theirs combined. And then Bobby Orr that gets into a different story. Bobby Orr has day. two, by the way. Yeah. He has tour two. Yep. So all those three guys combined still only have two more championships than one dude for the New England Patriots. It's clear and obvious that it's Tom Brady. Football is the most popular sport in America. People who don't watch football watch the Super Bowl. Everyone, yep. there's a huge fantasy football following. Every Sunday, dudes all over the world are like football time and plenty of girls sit down and commit their entire Sundays to football. It's not like that for baseball. It's not like that for basketball. If the Celtics aren't in the finals, people don't do that for them. So football is a unique sport. He is the number one icon for the most popular league in sports. It's Tom Brady. I, I wouldn't be able to accept any other argument. And I feel like you're trying to lean into me that you have somebody else here. So um, let's just preface this prior to today, Tom Brady, hands down my number one, the only one that would, rival him for me is David Ortiz because I was a big big baseball guy uh growing up um David Ortiz to me was he was just he he represented Boston just everything just from oh, yeah in the playoffs home run I just remember staying up till midnight one in the morning with my dad watching him hit home runs against the Yankees again everybody just yeah. and his awesome. story is great a dude from the Dom yep. comes to he signed who was he with before the Red Sox I saw the the, uh, the 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 twins Yes. Yep. Signs from Minnesota to Boston, an immigrant town, and yep. crushes it. Becomes an Kills icon. It. Everyone loves him. Has Kills his it. big farewell tour in his last season oh, where he that was just sad. home runs left and right. I was at one of the games where he hit a home run. Place was electric. You could have killed somebody in those stands and no one would have noticed or nope. cared. They were focused on what was going on in the field. It was yeah. – Truly a spectacular thing. But Tom Brady made everyone do that at home when he came back from 28-3 down in the Super Bowl. Like the, the volume is sheerly better than all these other guys combined. He did. No, he did. And I mean, if, if you're going strictly on, um, you know, like uh, stats or legacy in that sense, it's it's Brady hands down. I mean, he has yeah. Poppy has three rings. Bobby Orr has two rings. I mean, it, it, even if you add up people, he still has more than them. But yeah. To me, I, I I feel like 
then you start to add uh, kind of the 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 thing that you can't really quantify, which is you know like what do you what do you mean to or you how do you how are you how are you viewed by New England? How do you view them? How do you give yeah. back to them? And I know and I know it sounds like some sort of like cocky kind thing like how do you, how do you give back to New England? But I think every New England sports fan can admit that yeah we expect a lot out of our players. We expect we're not them a perfect to, city, and we would love the help of people no. who are famous that support the city and have money to throw at the city. Exactly, it's like, like you know we want you to to invest in the city. We also want you to invest your just just your and it's going to sound it's a good really word corny. for it. Invest in the city. I like it though. Invest in the city, not just not just you know financially at all, but just we want you to invest your time, your your emotions, your feelings, yeah. things like that. And again, like I said, it's going to sound weird to say it but that's how we are as patriots fans and just across across all of new england we root for you so hard we expect that back i i can't like if i'm gonna sit here and list out right now to me it's gonna go like i said before today tom brady yeah. was number one I, I need to i need to preface that and wow. again I, like i disclaimer assuming he comes back and has this big huge thing planned i'll eat my words i don't care i think that's funny if all of a sudden i come on here like yep. hey guys real quick so I think I have to go David Ortiz first. I have to. David Ortiz, to me, just represent everything about everything there. Second, I know you're not a big uh, big hockey guy. Patrice Bergeron, got to go him. Um, he's he's the cat. He, he literally just personifies just – like I don't think there's one person in Boston that doesn't – like even people that don't watch hockey, they're like, yeah, yeah, yeah. fucking love Bergie. Um, and then second, I'm going to go Edelman. The reason why Edelman. loved Edelman, but he 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 has the whole heart thing going where he was like, you know, I'm, I'm a patriot through and through. I'm a one team guy, blah, 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 all that fun stuff. Yeah. Tom Brady to me. Because I want to put Pierce on there, too. I mean, OK, your list, I got it. Your I got list it. is already blasphemous to me. Anyway, fourth so fourth, well fourth to me, like you said, would be. Actually, no, fourth to me would be Pedro Martinez. Pedro Martinez, to me, the only time I would ever say that baseball is appointment viewing was when he was pitching. Anybody who watched the Red Sox or baseball around that time would say the same thing. Fifth, I'll go Paul Pierce. Sixth, I'll go Tom Brady. It's that simple. Now, again. That's so blasphemous. Oh, I understand this, but you have to, you also have to understand. Oh, no. I'm it's, preaching it's to the congregation when I say this. Normally, I'd lay into you, but like, I know, I know, you know, you fucked up. No, I, I know it's crazy, but the thing is, it's because you root for these, for these players, for these teams so hard, right? You, you expect because of what Boston sports has, the atmosphere they've created, you expect the athletes to give back just as much. Is it unfair? Maybe, but every athlete knows that coming in. Every athlete says that when they're here across every sport, they say, yeah, Boston is a tough town to play in, but if you give them exactly what they give you, they'll love you forever. And that's what we do. Tom Brady with this retirement did not reciprocate the love that we were supposed to give to him and that we gave to him. And for that reason, I'm out. (laughs) But like I said, disclaimer, if he comes back with some crazy thing, Tom Brady, I love you. And you have reason to say that because half the Patriots fans all of a sudden started supporting a random city in the complete opposite side of the country downward that they had. Most of them had probably never even been to. Most oh, didn't even know they most fans who are screaming "Go Bucks, Go Tom Brady!" in the playoffs and last year's Super Bowl probably had never been to Tampa or had been once, and you know they were just scared off by the homeless people. 
It's of which there it, are many, by the way. Yes, a ridiculous amount. It takes yeah. a lot for a whole fan base to just follow a guy when he goes elsewhere. So we obviously showed undying love for him, not me. Mm-hmm. The strong majority yeah. went with Tom Brady. Mm-hmm. And I'm fine with that. I'm fine with being in the strong or vast minority. I me too. I'm think, right there with you, as you yeah, know, clearly. <laughs> but for pl- fans to give up so quickly on a franchise that they would have died for months before Tom Brady left. And then he leaves and they're like, whoo, we're going to suck. That's kind of our guy. I'm going to go where he's going. And then they just kind of like shuffle out of the camera view there. Bullshit. And it's, um, no, I get it though. Cause that's their guy. Like yeah. if uh, like say Ray Lewis didn't retire and went to another team, half of Baltimore would be supporting the 49ers. If he went to the 49ers or wherever he went, Definitely. like yep. they'd be right there with them. I'm sure a ton of people in Indiana were like Peyton Manning, go Denver. <laughs> like, I love the Go Broncos. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I'm sure they love the Broncos. And like that's just when transcendent players go to other teams, that's what happens. Yeah. 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 And this is and, Bronco and country I now. I, I you're a Bronco now, baby. Uh um, going from around these parts. I, I think um, <laughs> <laughs> I, I picture him like kicking open the doors of a saloon, like, hey, <laughs> what's up, yo baby? Y'all in Bronco country now. <laughs> Here oh, we wear orange. It's <laughs> so stupid. Yes. Um, Some tourist is just stopped in town with his wife and kids. They're trying to like, eat what? it at Denny's. This guy's like, where's your orange? They're like, what are you talking about? We're in Gary, Indiana. Why do we need orange? Throws a bucket of paint on him. You're <laughs> orange now. Like, uh, that's not, I forgot what I was even going to say. I don't know. You know, honestly, what it, it just comes down to, like, you know, Brady going to the Bucks, like, like you said, I didn't follow him there because even though, you know, we love, you know, loved you while you were here. When you do leave, I am still a Patriots fan. And also, I mean, let's not pretend like he left from the best circumstances. He did talk a little bit of shit going out, you know, and all that. It wasn't a great thing. You kind of were forced to pick sides. I pick sides. I'll never I'll never regret which side I picked because I am a Patriots fan. Um, but again, Brady, I just wish he said something about the Patriots. That's all it comes down to. Yeah, that's, that's hey, we should that's, be thankful he didn't go to the Bills. We should be thankful he didn't go to the Bills. Uh, the Bills, by the way, if I need to remind everybody out of the playoffs, Yes, um, they just, are officially uh, eliminated from the playoffs. There is would, zero chance we will be seeing them in two weeks. Nothing. There will be yeah. no no Buffalo Bills football. For I was looking while. for them this weekend. I, I was like, wait, where are they? I was like, oh, they lost oh, last right. weekend. That team that's named beach. after a murderer from a movie. They're gone. That's <laughs> awesome. Buffalo Bill. I never <laughs> put that together. Oh, you son of oh, a bitch. Oh, it's terrifying. Um, it, puts, it puts the lotion in the basket. So that I mean that's that's all I have to say. Just to put an exclamation point on the Brady thing, um, yep. all I'm gonna I'm gonna put my bad feelings aside. Uh, it sucks to see him gone. It's gonna be weird to not see Brady in the league. Uh, it's gonna be weird to see highlight videos without Tom Brady. Uh, oh. It's gonna be weird to not begrudgingly root against him just because yes. he left my team. Now um, I might be okay with the Bucks. We'll see. I don't. Let's just. Uh, yeah, the Bucks are going to be shit for the next Damn however long. By that, dude, I Hard. saw a meme where it was like Michael Scott, where he's like, "We're screwed." <laughs> he's just That's sitting it. there. It's Those like, are the Bucks. Those yeah. are the Bucks. The Bucks are sitting there now, like, "Well, shit, what do we do now?" <laughs> but looking around, everyone panic. <laughs> yeah, everyone's out. But um, I don't know. That that's my last thing. Uh, you have any you have any loving words to say about Brady before we 
I think we'll we'll have both of us will come on. It'll just be like a separate episode, maybe a bonus episode. Maybe we'll throw it in the next episode. We got to come here with the top five Brady's list. We got to take time. We got to sit down. We got to examine his 20 year career on the Patriots because not one of those moments is going to be with Tampa Bay. So we got not a single fucking (laughs) not one, not anything. I don't care if he came back down 55 on the box. Not a favorite moment. I'm not even paying it to me. It didn't even happen. So we will break down his 20 year Patriots career, pull little snippets out and figure out our top five best Brady moments. And that'll be our time to give him praise right now. We're a little fired up and a little sad that we don't have Brady anymore, that he's officially gone. So we'll deal with that and his praise. Another episode where we can heap all of it on because hopefully by then he will announce that he's having a, you know, 350,000 people rave at Gillette and that everyone's going to go and free Molly for everyone. And Brady's going to be up there head pumping on the stage. Like it's I'll be, be there. Something fantastic. Oh, I will be there. It's it going to be fantastic. Yep. So we'll figure that one out, but I think it's time to talk yeah. coaches. So um, Patriots coaches in particular, there's a, there, like there's some shit going on. There was a lot to talk about before this happened. I had it all in the notes app. I know we texted about it. We're like, dude, we got a oh. lot to talk about. Uh, you know, dude, I, for me, I, I get, hasn't been on my phone most of the time today. I get there and I'm every, every time it's something new. It's like, you know, Brady's retiring. He's having something at Gillette tomorrow. Wait, actually, no, he's not. And then, oh know. my God, <laughs> Bill Belichick is. His texts are in a lawsuit. Brian Flores is oh, still God. in the league. I'm like, what am I looking at? And then it's like, oh, we lost Josh McDaniels. Like, oh, Jesus Christ. It's, there's just so much coming at me at once. I, I felt so bad. I kept blowing you up. I was like, dude, this is happening. This is happening. This is happening. This is happening. I was yeah. like, this motherfucker's going to get back to his phone. Sit, sit down from <laughs> straining myself playing basketball. I'm half out of breath. I'm just looking at him like, oh, my God. Like, yeah, this can't be real. I, yeah, I play basketball for two hours and the world falls apart. Literally, the world fell apart. Um, but I, you know, I think with this one though, I don't think the world really fell apart with this because uh, Josh McDaniels and Dave Ziegler, um, yes. de facto GM for the Patriots, that's still important. Uh, they are both with the Las Vegas Raiders. Um, I know that McDaniels has had a tumultuous relationship. With, that's exactly uh, what I was going to use. That's a that's a great if, when you can pull out tumultuous and have it like make sense. Yeah. Do, do yeah. I sound smart? Damn right. You do. Because um, normally I'm just like, this food is tumultuous. And everyone's <laughs> looking at me like, are you fucking good? And I'm like, I no. didn't say the word I'm right. Like, Fuck. Damn it. I was like, different word. Damn. Next time. Um, yeah. But yeah, uh, Josh McDaniels, he is he is out. Uh, thoughts? What do you think? You think it's going to be good? Bad? How do you feel? It's going to be bad. I think it's going to be bad. I don't you think like so. It. Yes, his play really? calling has been suspect at times, but it's also been the consistent part of our many wins, many championships. I don't know who we're going to get in that's a better, you know, play caller than him, unless we're getting like some stellar, used to be a head coach that can come in and call play, great plays. My go to, I think of Andy Reid, obviously, he's not leaving, never going anywhere. They have so many Waffle Houses in Kansas City, he's not going anywhere. So it's like we'd have to get another great play caller like that to kind of put me at ease. But we just lost the dude who called plays for us for many championships. And, yes, Brady yep. probably changed plenty of those plays to his own. Still, I, for yeah. the grand majority, I liked his play calling this year. 
it's fear of the unknown because there's unknown. Mm-hmm. I don't know what's next. I don't know who's next. I don't like it because I've seen this dude here. And while he makes me furious at times, he's also made us win most of the time. And I can't fault him for that. How much can you really criticize a guy for winning games? If you run it on third and 11, every single time that comes up in a game, but we still win. The hell am I supposed yeah, to say? Yeah, I mean, you're kind of yeah. you're kind of nitpicking. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Like if I'm going to criticize you for only passing the ball three times, you know, completing none of them, basically, and you still win. God damn it. I mean, what, what yeah, do I say? You're doing well. So I don't know. It's fear of the unknown. I don't like it. Yeah. I mean, he he does. I, I, I was looking at it before. Um, I think in his his 14 years as offensive coordinator, technically, he's been here for 17 years, but 14 of those years, he was the offensive coordinator two times were his offenses out of the top eight. That was his first year and the COVID year. Other than that, they were eight or better. That's how good his offenses were. So it's kind of one of those things where, you know, we're kind of spoiled, you know, it's like, Oh God damn, a play doesn't work. It's like, I like, ah, you know, get rid of them, get rid of them. Um, I think, let me, let me put your mind at ease. Cause I think, you know, him being gone, does suck. He is the constant, uh, you know, Max first year with them. You don't want Mac to have Mac Jones to have two offensive coordinators in his first two years. The yeah. rumor is the guy, the Patriots are going to bring in Bill O'Brien. Now Bill O'Brien has a bad uh-huh. taste in everybody's mouth because of the Texans thing. Yeah, sure. He sucked as a head coach when he was with the Patriots. Uh, I think he was the offensive coordinator for like only two years, but he was in the offense for three or four years. I believe Oh yeah, he was the one who put into place the, the whole two tight end offense with Hernandez and Gronk. So when you have people like Hunter Henry and John U. Smith, I'm salivating at that option. And then yeah. you also have when he, Bill O'Brien went to Alabama the same year that Mac Jones left. But when Bill O'Brien showed up at Alabama before Mac left, he was going over the playbook with Bill O'Brien to get him familiar with it and all that stuff. Um, similar to what people said he did with Cam Newton, even though that didn't happen, but no. Yeah, definitely not. But yeah, so Mac Jones was kind of, you know, introducing the playbook to Bill O'Brien. So he's familiar with them a little bit. I think Bill O'Brien is the only person that could come in here where I would be, I I wouldn't really be upset because the offenses that year were top offenses. I I think, I, I think I wrote it down. They were second or third, if I remember correctly. I don't know where my writing thing is, but yeah, so the offenses are still good. Bill O'Brien is familiar with the system. Um, he's familiar with, I mean, only a handful of players, even not that. But he's there's at least the introduction with Mac Jones. He already knows about him. Um, the 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 organization knows him. They trust him. And like I said, yeah. the calling card to me, he was the one who installed that two tight end offense. And I think that's what McDaniel's was incapable of doing. All the good things that McDaniel's could do he was the one who couldn't install that, that two tight end offense. And I think when yeah. you have someone like Hunter Henry and John U. Smith, I am, I went from being like, okay, this is going to be a thing. Like who knows what's going to happen to now. I'm like, I can't wait. I can't wait to see what this offense looks like. I think with Bill, assuming it's Bill O'Brien, there's also, yes. uh, there's also a rumor that the tight ends coach could switch over to offensive coordinator. I wouldn't hate that either. Cause it's someone in the organization, tight ends coach. I'm cool with that. Bill O'Brien is my first option, though. 
him coming in here, I'd love it. I want to see the two tight end sets because you can run out of two tight end sets. You can pass out of them. Yeah. Um, I'm, I'm, I'm very excited. Obviously, it's one of those things, you know, the devil, you know, you know, we knew what McDaniels was with all his his blunders or, you know, whatever people want to say. You and I, I think are on the same page. We didn't dislike him as much as everybody else at all. Um, but I think that him being out, it's good just to get new blood, a new face in there, a new old face. Um, assuming it's Bill O'Brien or the tight ends coach, I'll be happy. If it's anybody else, I don't know. I'll be a little worried because it is kind of a, it is kind of a new person coming in, you know? Well, I mean, when you put it that way, I do like Bill O'Brien. I think he's a great basketball mind. I liked him when he coached the Texans. Those Texans teams are always competitive. Even though they got a lot of criticism, they didn't have a stellar amount of talent. It's the Texans. Not many people want to go play in Houston. It's just not a big market. They've never really done anything. They're an expansion franchise. It's like the Titans, really. Like People don't really go to the Titans willingly. Like Julio, people get traded to the Titans. People aren't going (laughs) to places like this uh, willingly for the most part. But I worry about his health and his conditions like that. He had a heart attack on the field when he was coaching the Texans. That's he did. Yeah. I forgot about that. And that's, and that was years ago. I don't know what this dude's health is like now. I worry for him. I don't want to hire a guy and then have him, you know, not be able to do anything for us. If ever, if you can guarantee me that everything works out well, like health wise and the dude doesn't die on the field, then absolutely. I love Bill O'Brien. I think that's a great idea because my biggest criticism of this year's offense was not utilizing our two tight ends. that we spent a lot of everybody's yep. John, yep. John Smith needed a breakout game. He was expecting. I, everyone thought that this was going to be the game. He catches two touchdowns. He does something every game we were waiting for. It didn't happen. He was underutilized. He is a great blocker, but he's so much more than that too. So much more. I, I would love Bill O'Brien. I'm not interested in the tight ends coach. Fuck him. I don't care if he's in the same. If we keep it in house, what does he know about running an offense? I need Bill O'Brien's a great one because he's been a head coach and he was already an offense coordinator for us. Love the two tight ends that he's used to that. He made it. Then there's promise. Then I'm psyched. That's what I'm looking for. Somebody who's a proven play caller that I can get around that I could really like. Uh, plus, he's already been a part of the Patriots. He's left. He's gone and done his own thing. Realized that the grass is not so greener on the other side. Now he's back. We've seen a lot of coaches leave and come back with Bill, and it usually works out pretty damn well. I mean, Matt Patricia's back. The defense is pretty solid. Mm-hmm. Friggin', even though he's not particularly running the defense, I'm sure he has plenty of input in it. We've seen Josh McDaniels leave and come back and then almost leave and then come back. It's normally good things happen when these guys come back. I, I would love that. I love Bill O'Brien. Yeah. Yeah. But I would like that. that he's too. the only one I like. Yeah. Yeah. I get what you're saying with the tight ends coach. It's one of those things where I don't know how long he's been maybe doing. He's I don't sick. think he's been doing it for a while. He might yeah. be, but it's, I mean, maybe he's the guy after Bill O'Brien. Yeah. You know, maybe that, maybe that's where it goes. I don't, I don't know. Yeah, and it could be anything because, like, the Redskins, back when they were the Redskins, had Sean McVay, uh, Brian – no, not Brian Flores. Uh, Mike Shanahan – Kyle Shanahan. I always get them mixed up. And then who's Green Bay's coach? The LaFleur, Matt LaFleur. They had yep. all three of those guys at, like, random positions as random position coaches. Then they all went on to be pretty good head coaches. Sean McVay, great head coach. The other one's pretty good. Kyle Shanahan's pretty damn good. So pretty good. 
crazier things have happened. Maybe we got a Kyle Shanahan or Sean McVay sitting at our tight ends coach. He could springboard us, and I'd be very surprised. Imagine. But I'm not sold on. I'm not sold on it. I don't believe it. I, it's rare for that stuff to happen. I think that's just incompetence by that organization to not hire any of those guys and let them all go on to be successful coaches. But I don't know. I there's a lot of nervousness for me where it's like what's next what are we gonna mm-hmm. do if bill o'brien's there it provides like gatsby's green light that he looks at it just comforts him because he knows his fair maiden is just right next to that green light that'd be bill o'brien for me it's like he's the beacon of hope going mm-hmm. into this ocean of unknown it's all black and dark ahead of me there's fog i don't know where i'm going but there's bill o'brien and he is chilling and I know he's going to give us some semblance of the old Patriots going forward. And I love that. I'm yeah. ready for you, Bill. I'm ready. Yeah. Bring him in. I would, I would love that too. Cause once I saw that he was an option, I was like, okay, the McDaniels thing kind of less of a hit. Cause you bring him in at least, at least he's had conversations with Mac. At least yeah. he's used to the Patriots, you know? And like, um, it's not much I, I like, like going over the playbook at Alabama. That's no, not probably much. not a very intimate interaction. He's probably just like, Hey, this is what we do. This is the first option. This is my favorite option. Mm-hmm. Blah, blah, blah. This is what I'm looking yep. at. But it's still, it's in-depth, brief conversation. He looked at what Mac can do and probably saw some sort of talent in him if he's a very capable. Exactly. Exactly. Quarterback. Well, and it, 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 you know what else this does? You know who else um, Bill O'Brien might be able to lure over here who is at Alabama? One, John Mechie, who... Let's not forget, Mac Jones loved throwing to him. The way I see pie in the sky, how I see this going, Bill O'Brien comes over, the Patriots draft this Mechie kid in the second or third round, and then it's just, it's it's all, like he plays the Jamar Chase role. Not as good as him, obviously, but just someone who Mac is familiar with, all that stuff. I see two Alabama people coming. I see Bill O'Brien and Mechie coming over. I would love that. I hope I'm saying his last name right. It's not a crazy yeah, last name, it but I feel Mechie. like I'm saying it the wrong way. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. I would, I would love, I would love for those two to come over, but at I the like very him a least, lot. Bill he's O'Brien. a big baller. Yeah. I, and I think, it's, yeah, I know Mac had, uh, I forget what the stats were, but they were really good stats thrown to him. So I would like that. Um, the, the other name, Dave Ziegler, um, he was really only the de facto GM for one year. Um, still, Still, it, it, it's a loss, but Patriots have people in-house. I'm not going to bore people with names. Yeah. The Patriots have two or three people that they can replace him with. Again, not not saying it's going to be the easiest thing or it's just nothing, but no. he was only in that role for a year. I don't think it's going to be a huge thing. Um, and that's why I didn't really bring up his name. It's like no. he, he, he makes decisions, but most of the decisions are being run by many other people, which would probably be Robert Kraft, Bill Belichick, and then the other higher-ups of the organization that are all crunching the numbers and trying to figure out who they want and who works statistically-wise and whatnot. So yeah. I, it's kind of like it's like you said, it's a loss, but you, know, you took off a pinky, you didn't take off an arm. Exactly. I think as long as they bring in someone capable in the offensive coordinator, they'll figure it out for the GM role. I mean, yeah. Belichick's the the, G, the GM anyways. Yeah, um, exactly. I think I think it'll be fine. No, no one's making it. decisions without Belichick's no. thumbs up or thumbs down. No, God, no. We, we keep forgetting Matt Patricia is just sitting around over there. I'm sure he's doing something. So yeah. I don't know. We'll see what happens there. I think Patricia might be kind of a safety valve if Gerard Mayo leaves, but who knows? Which, um, that's also looking like it, although – 
the Rams at, or Raiders. Raiders. I swore they were going to hire him. I was like, Mayo's gone. He's going to the Raiders. That I thought so like too. Dog. And then they take our other coach. I'm like, Where? yeah. So I don't. I don't know. Um, if he stays great, I think the defense was tremendous this year. Yeah. Um, people want the Patriots to bring back Brian, Brian Flores. We'll talk about him in a little bit. Uh, just kind of touch on it. He's got some shit going on. Don't know if he's gonna. Don't know if he's gonna. If he's gonna want to come around and coach. But um, yeah. let's let's not gloss over one thing. Kind of what I wanted to lead off this podcast with. You just touched on it, Liam. What what would you say if I told you that Mac Jones would not only have one of the greatest rookie seasons in NFL history. Look it up. He did. If he had one of those seasons, he led his team to the playoffs after going after missing the playoffs the year before. And not only that, but Mac McCorkle Jones would make the (laughs) pro bowl, the pro pro bowler next to Mac Jones name. When he, when he eventually gets enshrined in Canton in the hall of fame, it's going to be Mac Jones. Pro Bowler rookie season. That's what it's gonna say. That's what it's gonna say. Damn right. And I'm pumped about. It. I'm excited. I'm ex- Yep. Maybe. Hopefully. I'm excited. I know people saying, "Oh, he's an alternate." What? Josh Allen got he picked is. as an alternate too. So, but it's he true. dropped out. So, come on, come on. I mean, I'm, I'm just sad at the state that the Pro Bowls come to. I remember back in the days when it was AFC versus NFC and there was actually some sort of competition to it. Brandon Marshall would just ball out on all these fools. Now the Pro Bowl's been degraded. No one really gives a shit. And it's something for people on Sundays to watch when they're still used to the NFL schedule of getting tanked from like 12 to like 8.30 at night. So they just need <laughs> something to watch while they're sipping. And that'll be the Pro Bowl. It's not entertaining. <laughs> yep. This year, this year it's in Vegas. Like these players can play in Vegas. They have to play the Raiders. Raiders players are there all the time. There's nothing spectacular about that. There's no Hawaiian teams. You're not going to Hawaii There's during no the regular Hawaii. season. You you can if you're playing in, you know, there's no St. Louis team anymore. But if you're playing in Green Bay, you can hop on a flight and whip over to Vegas for a night or two before you have to start practice. Any of the, these players could do this. They have the money. They're capable. They Most of them probably have private jets. They can do this at any point. Why would it be in Vegas? Should be in Hawaii. Keep the tradition alive. Should be. They're bringing back some cool things about it, like the skills challenge and whatnot, but it's still like coach pri- or team prime against team Irving or whatever they're doing now. It's lame. It isn't fun to watch anymore. I think more or less it's just a novelty but I still like to see who gets recognized and makes mm-hmm. these. I think it's there is some props to be given to Mac because he did have a great season. And this just kind of validates it for all those people that we see these stupid tweets about, like, you show me oh, these the idiots. most gruesome tweets about Mac Jones. Truly heinous. Like, when I was in high school, when I was just a wee little idiot, I got on the dark web and watched some brutal shit. None of that. None we of all that did, even, I feel like. e- even compares to these tweets about Mac Jones. I would rather see people getting eaten alive in their bathtub than see these tweets that you sent me about Mac Jones. It is truly heinous to see what people think of this guy. So him going to the Pro Bowl is just kind of that stamp of approval. Like you, he was one of the top quarterbacks this year. He deserves this, laments him in. And that's a stat that people look for. People are going to look at Tom Brady's resume and see, you know, 18 Pro Bowls or whatever it was that he had, some ridiculous number of Pro Bowls. 
and that that's that's going to be used in arguments like if they're comparing him with drew Brees, oh drew Brees only had this many pro bowls blah blah blah. it's a novelty when you're watching them at the time but it's still a long-term stat this is going to be kept in his records i think it's cool it's something it shows that he is a successful quarterback that the future is bright and that people don't need to worry and now that like brady's gone everyone realizes how fragile this is they're thinking about like mac jones is, are we taking the ride with Mac Jones that we took with Tom Brady where he's going to be here forever? I wouldn't worry about that because you're just going to rack your brain thinking about that right now. We have a Pro Bowl quarterback who statistically throws a great percentage, absolutely crushing it, 67% completion percentage, 22 tubs, 13 picks, was one of the top 10 QBs in the league for a stat like that. It's just tough for me to think that people are really going to criticize him. I like this. I like that he made the Pro Bowl. I'm not throwing high honors on it. I'm not hanging my hat. I'm not going to tell him because of this, he's an elite quarterback or he's definitely going to be an elite quarterback, but it's promising. It's nice. It's cool. I like to see it. Puts a little smile on my grim face. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I, I think <laughs> puts a little smile on your grim face. You're stupid. Um, yeah, tell me about I, I think that it does mean something because it is just, you know, you, you see it. It's just, you know, oh, you know, Mac Jones at the end of his career, he has however many Pro Bowls. This still counts for him. And I know people yeah. want to say, you know, whoever should get there beforehand, whatever. doesn't matter. Mac Jones is in the Pro Bowl. He he played well enough to, to obviously be in their mind and he got there. Whatever. To, to me, like you said, it just validates how good he was. Because I think a lot of yeah. people are kind of prisoners of the moment. You know, they think of when... When the Pats got blown out by the Bills, last few games, the whole team didn't play well. People forget just how accurate, just how good Mac Jones was. Yeah. You know, I saw good people decision say, making. Yeah, everything was good. He he developed how we said we hoped he would develop. Yeah. I think everybody was saying, you know, oh, you know, I don't think that Mac Jones is gonna, you know, be as good as uh Joe Burrow or things like that, who by the way is in the Super Bowl. I don't see I I think in my eyes, Joe Burrow is what Mac Jones is going to grow into be. Joe Burrow does Bold. not wow you with it. Joe Burrow doesn't wow you with his physical talents. No, Nothing like that. He, he can, but he's a winner. Far, just a winner. So is Mac Jones. Is he though? So is Mac Jones. Yeah. Is Mac Jones a winner? Is did they Mac both Jones make the playoffs? Did they yes. both make the playoffs? Yes, they did. I think that did somebody actually year, win a playoff game. Did somebody win? Did Joe three? Burrow win any playoff games his rookie year? He, no, he got hurt. I don't give a shit. Still his rookie year. I guess. So no, yeah. I think no, I get I get I get exactly what you're saying. But I think that Mac Jones, like if if you're looking at someone a, a player in the league right now that Mac Jones could develop into who has similar traits, things like that, it is Joe Burrow because it is, you know, the but like I said, the the athleticism is pretty similar. You know, I think maybe Mac is a little bit more accurate. Maybe Burrow has a little bit of a bigger arm. But they both can, you know, they can escape the pocket if they have to. They can both, they both make mistakes. Burrow made some mistakes as well. They, yeah. you know, they're both, I mean, Burrow's only been in the league two Burrow years. Burrow doesn't make ago. many though. No, he does it, it, neither did Mac Jones, but he did obviously as the year, you know, he made his mistakes the same amount that any sort of rookie quarterback would make. Um, well, Burrow threw one more interception and we already agreed that Mac Jones would be in single digit interceptions. With, exactly. Uh, a couple that bounced off receiver's hands, but that's exactly. just cherry yeah. picking. Yeah, and, and, and you know, in in when I say that Mac Jones could be like Joe Burrow, I'm not saying he is right now. That's just we your gotta comparison. See how he, yeah, that's yeah, that's ceiling. just what it is. We yeah. gotta see how he looks next year. You know, Do you I have think, a quarterback comparison that's like his floor. Like if his ceiling is Joe Burrow, he's gonna be sick. What's his ceiling? I mean, it's gonna sound 
it's going to sound shitty. I think maybe, his, and I didn't even think about this, his floor would be Kirk Cousins, Ooh, but like a little bit of a worse Kirk Cousins maybe, where it's just like, you know, because Kirk Cousins will, Kirk Cousins is kind of like a poor man's Brett Favre. He'll throw the yeah. ball. He doesn't always make great decisions. He'll keep you no. in games. This year he did, though. This year he crushed it. Almost, this not year, many yeah, this year he did good. But, it's but they kinda, still didn't win the, they didn't exactly, even go to the playoffs. Very, it's very up and down. You know, Kirk Cousins yeah. will, he might win you some games, but he can yeah. definitely lose you games. He'll he just put reminds up stats, me of a quarterback who can but... light it up for like 500 yards and still lose a game. Exactly. Exactly. And I think that's, that's maybe his floor. It's not a great comparison. Cause I can't think of one off the top of my head, but I, I just, I don't know, kind of thinking about it. I don't even think that's going to happen. I do think that Mac Jones is going to be closer to that Joe Burrow level yeah. of play. I think so. Just I, like, it's just maybe, maybe people have forgotten that. And I understand yeah. because the Patriots kind of let everybody down. not the Patriots let everybody down, but they didn't look great. No. But people, you got to remember the, the organization is, is in good hands. Mac yeah. Jones is, is he, he was one of the greatest rookies of all time. Assuming yeah. he progresses, which you assume he would because he's on the Patriots. Patriots are a good organization. They can shepherd him along. I don't have an issue with Mac Jones. If he is Joe Burrow, like, yes. I think the Patriots are fine for 10 years. So if I'm throwing in in layman's terms and kind of simplifying it like that, where I'm giving a floor and a ceiling, my floor is going to be Jimmy G where it's like, he can be like a a real good quarterback. Who's like Jimmy G. We saw him in the last game. He's got some mobility. He can make big Mm -hmm. plays. The arm strength isn't wow. Oh my God. Jimmy G threw that 70 yards in the air. No, but he's for the most part, he's a good decision maker. He seems like he always screws it up late in games. So that he needs to win. Always not, really has a Mac, not really a Mac Jones trait, but we're not thinking, you know, exactly to a T, Jimmy Garoppolo, just kind of like that prototype quarterback where he's can move, surprise you with some in the pocket movements, but he'll deliver an accurate ball, not going to blow you away. And then my ceiling, as lame as hammered on as it sounds, it's Tom Brady. It's like he's not going to win like six Super Bowls. I get it. Hopefully he wins seven or eight or nine. He could tell Tom Brady to go F himself, but I don't think he will. He's just kind of like that, even more mobile than Tom. But yeah, Tom's arm strength still isn't blowing you away. He smoked no. Jalen Ramsey on a pass down the sideline, dropped it in the bucket to Mike Evans crazy beautiful throw but no one's like oh my god tom brady can push it 50 yards down the field no. they're like 30 yards he never had that, no yeah. yeah he's never blown your way with the arm it's just he does everything so well he does all the little things so well so mm-hmm. fundamentally he's smart sound. it just makes him a good quarterback just because he know he has aced the basics he's moved on to the next level aces that next level moves on to the next level and just through and through he's like all right I got that down. I got the easy. I got my step drop in. Now let's try and get a good curve off the ball. Let's work on my outside route. And he's just excelling at each and everything. The comparisons are there. They just seem very similar quarterbacks to me. Neither one of them are blowing you away. He's not a Justin Herbert. He's not a Derek Carr. He's not, you know, Josh Allen, who's going to sling the fucking football. He's not yeah, Mahomes. He's yeah. running around in circles and nope. getting it up there. So it's just those are the two that come to my mind. Mm-hmm. floor Jimmy G ceiling Tom Brady, but no one's ever going to be, he'll get as close to the ceiling as possible. Like yeah. as close as you can get to the Sistine chapel. I think you can get exactly. Like, within, yeah, yeah, exactly. Within five feet of touching it. And then if you touch it, they all tackle you and you have to <laughs> s- serve the Pope for the rest of your life. Yeah. He'll <laughs> wow. 
wild, wild consequence. He will. Um, Somebody's got to serve the Pope. I agree, though, because he he's not going to he just seems to do everything well. He's the the main part that I look at or God, I sound like I'm like a fucking scout. The main part that I the, the main part that I look at is someone who's just what I really accurate. like about him, dog. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. What I really like about this guy, he can he if he's accurate. If he makes the right decision, if he just doesn't put the ball in harm's way. And that's what we saw him do throughout the year. He started to develop that. Of course, he still made his mistakes. He's a rookie. But I just I see him continuing to develop. And I feel like we have this conversation all the time. He's going to develop into that guy. I don't see why he wouldn't. Tom Brady is obviously the pie in the sky ceiling. He's not going to get there, but he will be in that quarterback. Yeah. yeah, he'll be in that that vein where like the arm is never gonna have like you yeah. said Josh Allen off your back foot throw sixty five yards. He's never gonna be Mahomes scrambling around taking a sack, losing an AFC Championship game. And there are different never like, small be... degrees. You can nitpick where there it's are. like Ben Roethlisberger didn't have the he had Tom Brady and Mac Jones type arm strength and accuracy, but he was also just a tree in the pocket, and no one could tackle him. So there's exactly. so many different quarterbacks that you could use, and that's why it's like, yep. all right, we've we've seen thousands of quarterbacks before this. Just pick two that he's kind of like, and that's what my floor and ceiling is. That's kind of what we're going on here. Guys that play like him. Yeah, yeah, and I think I, I think uh, Mac Jones getting a Pro Bowl nod his first year. That's just a step to get there. It's going to give him confidence going Watch into him next MVP. year. That'd be high. I would. I. I don't even though no one's going to be watching and no one gives a shit. Yeah, uh, yeah, by the way, yeah, Kobo, like you said, they got to do away with it. They, they got to just do like a skills gotta put up a, That's all they got to put up a poll on our Twitter and see if anyone actually watches the Pro Bowl. I will I will tomorrow morning I'm going to put up a poll on the Tuck Rule Takes Twitter. Uh so so when you're listening to this, kind of go to Twitter, look at it. Is the Pro Bowl, you know, worth yes or no? Only kind of go to Twitter. Don't fully go to Twitter. Kind of go to Twitter. Well, yeah, obviously. You don't want to completely yeah. go to Twitter. That's no. a, You never go no. full Twitter. You know, Bad things happen to good <laughs> come people on. who go full Twitter. Come on. Come on. Come on. You go full yeah. Twitter. All of a sudden, you end up at the zoo. Um, <laughs> Get, getting suspect tattoos. Um, oh, my God. <laughs> uh, no. Whoa, whoa. Hey. So, I. Uh, anyways, though, Mac Jones, Pro Bowl. Great for him. Um, I did. I did want to touch on because okay, I, I don't have anything else on Mac Jones. Do you? Nope. Okay. I, I want to touch on real quick before we kind of give our, you know, whatever. I don't even want to do Super Bowl predictions actually. So we'll just kind of end it on this. Uh, Brian Flores is suing the league. Um, I feel like it'd be weird if we didn't talk about it real quick. I don't want to talk about it a lot because it's an ongoing thing. He is suing. Let me kind of kind of lay it out for you. We can kind of give just quick responses, then we're out of here. Brian Flores is suing the league for a multitude of things. Racism is kind of like the theme for it. And it makes sense. Um, He is saying that when he interviewed with the giants, the giants did not think that he was an actual candidate. They were just, you know, playing along to go along with the Rooney rule. Brian Flores actually has bill Belichick text messages. Belichick texted the wrong Brian. He texted Brian Flores meant to text Brian Dayball saying congratulations on the job. This was three days before Brian Flores was going to interview. So what Flores is saying is that the giants had already made up their minds. They were just interviewing Flores just to get it over with. Um, They had that. The fact that he interviewed with the Broncos, John Elway and company showed up an hour um, after the interview was so supposed to funny. happen, oh hung over God. it, disheveled. The word he used Dude. was disheveled. I, I love it. Love that word. I figured oh like tie, God. like out of the way, like 
shirt half untucked. Um, so he just comes then, in. He's like, "Who the fuck are you?" Yeah, <laughs> Ryan Fleur is oh. like, "I'm supposed like, to be interviewing." Yeah, yeah. Oh, oh, we got an interview today. Okay, hold on. Let me just go put some visine in my eyes real quick. I'll be good to go. I was actually just going to throw up. I will be right yeah. with you, Brian. One second, I'll be right as rain in like two minutes. Um, but yeah, he's saying that that was a that was a hoax. Um, John Elway just—it seems like he's checked out. I, I've heard some stories about my buddy's a diehard Broncos fan, so his life is just ongoing misery stacked up on top of each other, pushed bad. down deep, and eventually he'll so snap. But like, yeah, no, it must be a terrible existence. But he tells me about Elway's antics and all the stuff that they hear. Where Elway, ever since Peyton Manning won him a ring, he's like, I don't really give a shit anymore. I want. <laughs> he's like, I got it. So he won. I guess. He's been going to meetings hammered for a while and like not paying attention. He didn't show up to the draft like two years ago. And he was like, Hey, just pick whoever. I'm sure you'll find somebody good. And this like, year, no, you guys got it. You guys got yeah. it. They're like, but you, you're, you're, you're the GM. We, we need you. Don't matter. Huh? Don't matter. But yeah, you got so, you got the Broncos. So funny. I'm just like picturing Browns. what that must have been like. All the Broncos, like GMs and higher ups, sit down. Brian Flores is trying to act professional, and they're like, "So, you're right. just sitting there like this." So tell uh, me, tell me again. What's your? How do you? How do you spell your? Is it B R Y A N? B R I. I know that happens nowadays. Is it Brian? Is there an accent over the A? Like how are we going about this? All right, man. Yeah. Um. Good talk. We'll uh. We'll have our people get in touch with your people, and um. Yeah. We're good. You coached Miami High School. He's like the Dolphins. Oh, oh, the big leagues. Okay, cool. Thumbs up. Uh, nice. That's cool. a that's a check in the you know the good column. Uh, like just some they, stupid. They, shit. they do like the straw game with them where they cut like two straws and like, right, <laughs> yeah. move this straw without touching these other two straws. How are you gonna do dumb it? things? He's just, just, just like stupid things. Yeah. Oh my like, god. I feel, so, I feel bad for him though. I feel bad. Yeah, for me Brian too. Flores. Me too. Because he also had the, the 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 Dolphins. I guess the Dolphins organization was gonna pay him a hundred thousand dollars for every game he lost. Yeah, which is so illegal. That you can't do that. You, you just no. you can't you can't do that mm, <laughs> like no, at all. Not a good look. So no, they're gonna I, lose. They're losing their first round pick this year. They got to lose something because they also wanted him to tamper with a top QB, which has now been revealed was Tom Brady in yeah. 2019 to see if he wanted to come play. Like there, you can't you can't do these things. <laughs> like you can't for them to even think they were in the realm for the Tom Brady sweepstakes is hilarious. Like hilarious that they the thought they were a consideration. What weapons do you have? What is Tom Brady going to do with that team? Like what? he's sitting there looking at your team. Meanwhile, he's looking at Chris Godwin, Mike yeah. Evans, Ronald like, Jones, two Cameron Pro Bowl Ray receivers. Gronk. We can sign Leonard Fournette, and Gronk would come with me. No, I'm not. Yeah. I'm not going to do that. Thanks, it's, but it's, no thanks. It reminds me of. Have you seen The Big Lebowski? No, I had that's another movie I haven't oh, seen. Damn, I know. Well, I... well, this crazy guy named Jesus, he's like a laughable man. Ah! Like, that's what I think about when I imagine uh the Dolphins like we can get Tom Brady. No, no, you can't. No. So, but that that's another rule. You can't tamper. People get fat punishments for that too. Let yeah. alone all this draft. Yes, nonsense. I'm sure they're gonna get something. And then they pay him incentives to lose games. So for each loss, which they had a decent amount of them, had a decent amount of wins too. In fact, now that I think about it, they went on a crazy like seven game win streak. He was just forfeiting yeah. seven hundred thousand yeah. dollars left and right there. He's like, yeah. "No, nah, I'm good." Like, 
I'm nice trying to win. Guys. So so high moral fiber by him. But they're paying him to lose games. So he loses games and then they fire him. It's it's intrepidation. Organization is trash. The fact that they did that to him. So I mean, good there, for him that he got there's out. something corrupt and really shitty, like down to their core, like rotten from organizations like Washington from Miami, just teams like that where they're consistently bad. The Jets, too. Teams like that where they yep. just can never figure it out. No matter what, no matter who goes there, they can never make the right decisions. The team's always terrible. That all starts at the top. Those are awful organizations run by probably terrible people. Yeah, no, they'll never be I good. know Washington's run by terrible people. Well, yeah, yeah. Washington, by the way, little side note, the name they might pick is the Washington Commanders. I fucking like it. I hate it. Yeah, well, you know, the, the Cleveland Browns is a stupid fucking name, too. That is. It definitely like, is. Like, what are you? We're just going to be brown. That's it. We're just yeah. the Browns. They're all cool of us. color, but their color. The whole orange. team. That the whole sense. team. You know why we're yeah. brown? Because we're shit. But yeah, yeah. But get <laughs> this. You know what color we're going to be? Brown? Oh, nope. Twist. Fucking orange. Can you <laughs> They'll never that? see it coming. They'll never see it coming. That's the only chance we have to win a game is if we confuse What's your the logo? other team. <laughs> What's your logo? Nothing. Just orange. It's going to be an orange football helmet. It's all for orange. The, for the Browns, yes. Okay, yep. That makes perfect yeah, sense. Think about that, huh? So, yeah. yeah. It's, it's just going to say Browns, but <laughs> orange. They're like, okay. Opposing teams aren't going to know what to do. Meanwhile, we're going to be scoring on them left and right. They're, uh, they're yeah, PR, I, their PR team's just sitting there like, you really outdid yourself. I love it. You they're probably sitting it. there like, hey, well, okay, you know, what's your, what's your fan base going to be called? The Brownies? I don't know. The dog pound. What? The brownies. What? Why are they going to be called the dog pound? Because we're the Browns and we're orange. Well, we're going to throw them curveballs all over the place. We're the Browns. Our team is orange and our fans are called the dog pound. Let's go. Why would we start making sense when we name the fans? I know. No. We've already come this far. We have made it to 2022 without making sense. Let's just steer into this. We're Let's get crazy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We're, let's we're, get gonna make, we're gonna make the mascot a sheep. Fucking whatever. <laughs> Shit, who knows? <laughs> our mascot <laughs> is an orca <laughs> whale because Dog we're the Browns. Fans. <laughs> yeah. the mascot's a whale. <laughs> Which team are you? The Browns, but color orange. Like, <laughs> like, okay, this this makes sense here. This, this is, is an organization much. I would love to play for. You idiots. Um, yeah. but yeah, it, I I don't really uh the Brian Flores thing. It, it's gonna. I just wanted to bring it up because I feel like it's weird if we didn't. Um, the league owes Brian Flores something. I don't know what. I would love to see Belichick hire him though as a big fu to the league. I think that'd be cool, but I don't think it's going to happen this year. I think he has too much going on. Um, I think the league might even like, if he's suing the league, the league has got to put him on like the exempt yeah, list. He, or he's something getting like blackballed. That. Yeah. Has to be. Yeah. It has did, to be. Did so, you see the text with Bill Belichick? Wild text. Dude, wild. Text. So funny for, like, for Bill. Bill made the classic mistake that we've all made and typed, you know, somebody's first name on our phone and sent it to the up. wrong person. Yeah, I'm sending it to Ryan Matthews. Or I want to send it to Ryan Matthews and said I sent it to Ryan Monroe type deal. Bill had no idea, didn't even realize his mistake. It's so funny to read. 
He even says it. He was he was like, ah, oh, shit, I fucked up. Sorry. Dude, that, that was <laughs> the then, best part. Dude, dude, and then and then what's his name for it? It's just like, ah, oh, well, thanks, Bill. Like, oh it, my it, God. just the fact that he was like used a crazy amount of exclamation points for Bill Belichick. Yes. Never thought he'd use so many. But but just yeah. the fact that he's like, congrats. And Brian Flores is like, what? He's like, Bill's. He's, he's, he's like, giants. He's like, <laughs> he's like, I have my interview like two days from now. And Bill's like, like oh, oh, no. It's so funny. He goes, Coach, are you talking to Brian Flores or Brian Dable? <laughs> Just making sure. Huge lapse in time, like 45 to an hour. You know, he later. looked, he sat there, and he's like, <laughs> son of a bitch. Like, Bill's just looking at this going, oh. Oh, oh no. It's just lost in textilation. And then his reply, sorry, little dash. I fucked this up. <laughs> I double checked and I misread the text. I think they are naming Dabble. Just cold. Just comes right out with it. I don't think they're going with you, man. Nah, so, man. <laughs> I'm sorry about that. Then signs it. BB. <laughs> BB. Like, <yeah. laughs> Peace out. That's his way of basically saying, don't answer this text. Yeah, I'm like, no, so no, sorry. I know I messed up. <laughs> He's like, I fucked up. I don't even want to hear it. This is the end of it. I'm just going to let you know they hired this guy. Peace <laughs> out. And Brian Flores just like, thanks, Bill. Thanks. I mean, listen, <laughs> Belichick has never been more relatable than he is right now. I don't, oh, I think we've 100%. all, we've all sent missed texts <laughs> and you try to figure it out. Belichick though, instead of coming up with an excuse now, he's like, ah, shit, that one's on me, buddy. Screw that Just one up. I'm sorry. Uh, also oh side gosh. note, they're not hiring you. They're hiring <laughs> Brian Dayball. I'm sorry. I'm out. See ya. BB. Out. <laughs> My man. Hey. Brian. <laughs> Not you. How's that coaching? How's that coaching job doing? What coaching job? He's like, oh, just want to let you know. The boys told me it's not you. You're not that guy. Peace out, Bill. I just picture him like him like running the like running in the room like, yo, Brian, what's up? You won. And then Flores like, I don't, I don't uh, interview for three days from now. And he's like, ah. Shit, sorry, man. That one's on me. That one's on he's me. I, frozen. I'll own that. He's that. frozen for a sec. He's like, three days from now, you say, huh? Like, huh? Well, got my things mixed up. <laughs> I don't know what. This is weird. <laughs> what What that does prove, though, and I think that oh the that's the main thing is that the Giants had their their minds made up. They only hired yeah. him just to just to do the Rooney Rule. Which, if you don't know what the Rooney Rule is, um, basically to kind of burn it down to you know layman's terms. Every NFL team has to hire a minority person of color, whatever it is, as an option for their coaching vacancy to to fill that you know role, just to fill the fact that you know it's not just a bunch of white guys running around, which it is because Mike Tomlin is the only um, person of color head coach right now. So I don't know. Sucks for Brian Flores. I hope he wins it. I hope the NFL gives him everything that he's owed. Um, I don't really have anything else to say on it because it is kind of still ongoing. Yeah, I mean, we'll definitely unpack it as it goes along. I'm trying to figure out, like, is this truly a case that, like, they don't want a black head coach or is there something else? Like, maybe maybe with the Giants, that was their goal. I don't know anything about Giants management. They are also, like the Dolphins, like Washington, just a discrepit franchise from top to bottom. They're terrible. So they could have been. But then with John Elway and stuff like that, that's why I say John Elway doesn't give a fuck anymore because he doesn't care if he has a black head coach. Like, no. I know he's good friends with Shannon Sharp. 
and a bunch of other guys who are very strong on, you know, black civil rights and activism yep. and whatnot. So there's no way he's friends, like good friends with Shannon Sharp goes to his, went to his like whatever liquor, uh, I think it was whiskey or scotch or some shit. Yeah, there's, no there's no way. Went, went to his premiere for it and whatnot. They are good friends. So with me, it's just like, what he hates black people but he's good friends with a dude that he used to play with that he, if shannon sharp wanted a job for the broncos i'm sure he would hire him in seconds second, so it's yep. like so i'm like i don't think that john elway hates black people i don't think that's no i think why i, I think he's I think just he, unprofessional <laughs> he, yeah, that's all i think is. he just went out on a bender with the boys he was like let's go get shitty drunk and then woke up at like six to his alarm going off being like yo you gotta go do an interview and he's like oh no how many times do you go out and you're like, ah, you know, I'm not going to get crazy tonight. And then all of a sudden you're four drinks in you're yeah. like, well, shit, this exactly. is where I'm at. <laughs> like, yep. Then all of a sudden you're doing belly shots and throwing up in the upper part of toilets. It's just. And I'm sure, I'm sure that's what slippery slope. So I think, yeah, I think um, there's really no foul play in terms of that. I think it's just the unprofessionalism Negligence, there. Yeah. The only thing I think he has, he has a shot at is the giants thing. But again, I don't know. I mean, obviously every, every party has, the, has, you know, um, has said that that's not how it went down. All that stuff. Of course they did. We'll see how it all plays out. But um, yeah. I don't think Brian Flores is coming back to the Patriots in 2022. No, I don't think so. Unfortunately, it seems like he's going to get blackballed for this, at least until he settles the lawsuit. And even after that, if he wins this lawsuit and ends up taking money from the NFL, I can't imagine they'd hire him to give any of that money back. Nope. Nope. Definitely not. Definitely not. So, yeah, you know, Brian Flores, uh, like I said, go do your thing, man. Hopefully uh, it sounds like a shitty situation. Hopefully you figure all that out. But, that's what um, you get for interviewing with these shitty teams. If I was, a, a co- I don't care how like not prestige I am. I don't care how little experience I am. If the Jets, Giants, Redskins, Dolphins, any of these teams want to interview me, I'm like, no, 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 I definitely hate. not. No, nope. just going along. I'm like, if the Chargers call me, if the Patriots call me, if the Packers call me, if any of these like high, maybe not so much the Packers, but like the Ravens, like any of these teams I'll that answer. have a strong front office, yeah, I'll give them a shot. Like, I'll go check it out. But like, what can you really do going to these franchises that are lost before you? They're going to lose after you. You're most likely statistically not going to be the one to turn around this ship. Like, no, the, the Jets have been so bad for so long. That ship is unsteerable. I don't care They're, if Zach Wilson is Jesus. He cannot turn this franchise. The around. ship is sinking. The ship, yeah. the ship the, is, the, is the Lions, too. Like, the Lions have oh, lost Lions. forever. And anyone who goes to the Lions is just like, I can turn this around. Really? Because the 18 coaches before you couldn't do it. The 16 Hall of Famers that they had couldn't do it. The arguably greatest wide receiver ever couldn't do it. What do you bring to the table that's different from everyone else who's ever done it? It, They're just destined to suck. They're just destined to suck. It's a fool's errand. That's why you got to go to good teams. You shouldn't even be interviewing these people. Try and get a job with the Cardinals. Anything else. Yeah, anything, but yeah, definitely not. I mean, that's my that's, that's my advice to you, Brian Flores. Don't even give these teams the time of day. It's it's the Jets. It's like that. That's go to a they're the equ- they're the equivalent of working at a fast food restaurant. If you, in NFL terms, like if you work for the Patriots, you're working for the big wigs. You're getting back. If you're you know with the Chargers, that's okay. You're in a union. You're making not good bad. money for yourself. If you're on the Jets, you might as well be flipping burgers. You're you're making Out. my Chick Fil A. Yeah. Done. Yeah. Get, Terrible. No, no one wants those jobs. Everyone's looking yeah. at the Jets like, imagine. 
Yeah, not me. Fuck Couldn't be that. me. Couldn't be me. <laughs> who would have thought? Us? Yeah, 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 right. Who, 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 look at us, huh? Look who at us. Thought this? <laughs> look not, at me. This. not me. Not me. Um, but yeah, good, good, uh, good for him for standing up to the to the NFL and their shitty things. Yeah. Um, I don't, uh, I don't, I, I don't want to do the, I don't want to do the Super Bowl predictions. We'll do that next episode. Yeah, um, we'll do time. the, we'll do the Tom Brady thing maybe yes. later this week or something like that. I definitely want to come up with five yeah. different things, different plays, games, stuff like that. Um, other than that, I got, I got nothing. Do you got anything before we go? <sighs> I feel like some words should be said about Tom Brady in some sense or another. But I know we'll be giving him plenty of praise in the next episode. So I guess I want to say it's been a career, Tom. Tom Brady. We'll call it a day. Riding off into the sunset as the greatest quarterback to ever play the game. Yeah. There will never, there will never be another one like him. There will be people who think he made he made getting to and winning Super Bowls look easy. Yep. Boring, even. Boring. He At, he at, at points, made, you were like, they really have to play 16 games. Can't we just go right to the Super Bowl? That's what it was. It got to the point as Patriots fans where it was just like, can we just fast forward to the playoffs? Yeah, you know, we're going to be like, like the second yeah. seed something, first or oh second. Oh, my God. Why do we have to go play Atlanta? We know oh how God, this Here works. we go. We know we might got we're, we're going to end the year. I mean, 12 and yeah. 4, 13 and 3. Just put us in. Like, let's go. So, yeah, Tom Brady, Um, you know, you – you enjoy that retirement. Um, I hope you don't come back. Don't sully your reputation. Just stay out, man. You did it. You terrorized the league for 22 years. It'll never be seen again. Um, just great career. I'm not even going to say anything negative. I don't think he deserves it right now. I already got all that out. Um, yep. Tom Brady, the greatest, the greatest professional athlete I've ever seen play. Um, Bar none. Could, Congrats on a career, man. 22 years. That's insane. Insane. Madness. Insane. And on that note, we are going to end on a high note. So for Liam McDade, I'm Mike Sullivan. Um, Tom Brady, thank you for the career. Enjoy retirement, my man. Um, Brady versus everybody. That's what the shirt says. It'll always be that. Brady versus everybody. Even if I'm on the other side of the picket line, I'll always come back. Brady versus everybody. You were everybody. I, I was everybody. I was everybody. Sometimes I'm Brady. Sometimes I'm everybody. But one way or another, um, yeah, we'll we'll have our our sappy Brady episode later this week, though. Yes, we but like are. I said, Tuck Rule takes. This was episode twenty eight. We are out. Sweet feet. Sweet feet.